it's October. It's getting towards the end of October. That means it's getting towards the end of Halloween. Crazy. And let me ask you. So, I like that you said the end of Halloween. Like Halloween is in fact a season. Oh, I, it, it's a month, isn't it? It's it a is. month. As, as soon as as soon as the, that calendar clicks over into the first of October, you've got the license to just horror all the time. Uh, crunchy leaves on the ground, a, a, a cold nip in the air, and yeah, it, it's mm. it's open season on. On, uh, on on spooky shit. So, when I say the words <laughs> Halloween, what are some of the things that come to mind? Come at me with words, right? Word association. I say Halloween, you say... Trick-or-treating. Absolutely. Yep, of course. Uh, more. Again, what else? Halloween costumes, naturally. Yeah, absolutely costumes. Costumes. Costumes are a massive uh, part of, ha- of the Halloween experience. And... Of course. Uh... uh are you a big costumer? Do you, do you, like, really go all in? I... I I, I enjoy dressing up, right? I enjoy a costume. I enjoy a fucking fancy... Any opportunity to fancy dress. I love it. I do enjoy it a lot. Really? Um, yes, I do. I do. Um, do you, is... like, a costume maker? Like, do you go through the process <laughs> of crafting one? Or you just, like, go to the Fuck, the no. Halloween store? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, what's good on Amazon? Ping and, and get it sent around. Right. Um, that's not to say I haven't done. That's not to say I haven't done in the past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, there there. There was there's, there are times when you've just got to make that costume pop, you know. There are times when you've really got to <laughs> dial it up a little. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy! Uh, so we're going back. We're going back a while now, actually. And there, there is only one. There is only one photograph of what I'm about to describe to you in existence, which of course I will share. With you. And oh this this is a this is a sensory journey that I'm hoping to take you on now, right? So I want you to experience the sounds, oh the sights, the smells of what I'm about to describe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I'm already terrified of where this is going. Yeah. We're going back. We're, we must be going back a long time, maybe 15 years, when I lived in my university town of Aberystwyth, which is in Mid Wales. Right, wonderful place. Very, it's 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 a, a very uni- a singular kind of place. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I decide and this was before kind of the wide range of of you know off the peg costumes became available right now you can just pick a character and there's a costume of it that right. wasn't the case yeah, exactly. back at the time so my decision to go as leatherface i was going to have to get creative right i was going to you know i couldn't just buy a kind of a uh, a silicon mask or anything like that had I to feel think like creatively for the un- uninitiated you should describe what leatherface looks like uh, leatherface doesn't get i don't think leatherface gets the props he deserves as one of the big uh, icons of, of 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 slasher movie canon, right? Everyone talks about mm. Freddy. Everyone talks about Jason. Everyone talks sure. about Myers. But Leatherface gets a raw deal, man, because TCM, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is just it is the last word in unrelenting fucking brutal terror. It's amazing. It's a fucking masterpiece. And I really wanted to express that love through my costume, right? I really wanted <laughs> my fucking zealotry about this movie uh to come out so i buy an apron right i get an apron because leatherface he's a he's a butcher you know he he works in meat so i bought myself an apron he's a smart guy is leatherface he likes to dress up so i got myself a tie and a shirt and and sprayed the whole fucking thing with with fake blood Ah, but the mask the mask the mask what to do with the mask leatherface wears a mask made of human skin and of course i couldn't be i couldn't I couldn't oh, make no. a mask out of human skin. So I think, <laughs> aha, ding, 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 ham. I will get me some ham and I will stitch oh, me a fucking on. meat mask out of ham. 
uh, which is no. what. Yeah, you say no, and yet, yeah, yeah, very much yes. <laughs> no, no, uh, you can't do that. Uh, and yet, <laughs> there's there are rules. There, <laughs> we live in a society, Mark. <laughs> yeah. What no, are you not doing? not for me. Maybe other people, but no, not me. So, um, I did. Oh, fuck, man. And looking back, it, there were so many parts where I could have made good decisions about this, and I didn't. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> oh boy. So, we're, are we talking like so? You went to the deli and you got sliced sandwich ham. Is this what we're talking <laughs> exactly. about here? Yeah. Thinking back, if I'd had my time again, right, I would have bought some nice thick off the bone ham, which would hold the stitches a little bit better, right? But instead, I got this fucking, I guess, pastrami. You might call it this thin as fuck kind of sliced. <laughs> You know, millimeter thick sliced ham, and and sat there and tried my best to stitch this fucking thing together. And um, I feel my, my mental image of you just sitting there <laughs> stitching this ham together, like like someone's very demented grandmother, is <laughs> incredible. Ah uh, man, um, but it did. It, look, it it held together until uh, until I had to leave. Until it was time to leave for this fucking party. How? Explain to me how, okay, so you stitch this together. Mm. You've got, like, eye holes, yep. mouth hole, yep. nose hole. Yep. Did you, okay, first question, did you just, like, poke holes through yes, it? How yes, yes, I did. No, exactly okay, that. I literally just, kinda, just, eh, poked holes through it. Through it I tried, tried, and I tried to arrange it in, in a face shape. How did you attach it? Like, how did you wear it? Thread ear you? loops, right? Um, ear loops made out of the ham no no made out of thread thread ear loops but here's the issue because the ham was so fucking flimsy right because it was just yeah. this tissue thin meat uh it didn't hold together and fell apart quite badly on the way out the door i'm not gonna come this fucking far and be beaten by the structural <laughs> integrity of, of fucking meat right it's not gonna I, i'm not gonna be defeated so i got some uh cling this is not film. the day that mark no, will be bested sir. by ham we've come this fucking far now so uh, I, I ended up just kind of wrapping cling film around my head with the 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 kind of the ham oh slices God. in between it, <laughs> and just rocked up, man, and went for it. Saran wrapped ham to your head. Yeah, in between. And then left the house. Where did you go? It was it was like a club. It was a it was it was a, a proper kind of public place. And there were lots of other good costumes. To be fair, we had a guy dressed up as uh, oh, sure. a droog. There were a couple of Freddy Kruegers. There were some witches. Um, uh, but there was only one leather face. And they let you in like that. They did, because by the time... I mean, think about it. You're on the you're a doorman or you're a bouncer. By the time somebody has walked past you with fucking meat attached to their face in cling film, you're kind of, what the fuck? But I'm gone. I'm in, you know? Oh, uh, but here's the thing. It was it was hot, you know? And it oh, was... And it was fucking... It oh, was, my God. Yeah, it was hot and it was sweaty and it stank. And no fucker would speak to me, man. No one... <laughs> well, it became clear that uh, oh fuck, there's Mark. Is that is that a ham? Oh, what the fuck have you done, Mark? There was a lot of that. Um, I made no friends. Oh my god! I didn't keep it on no. for long. I mean, it, it lasted about twenty minutes before I, I distinctly remember just pulling it off her face going, and just chucking the fucker into the corner of the room and then oh carrying my on. God. And then carrying how on. long did it take to get ham smell out of your skin? I'm not sure I ever did. To this day, I mean, it, <laughs> it gets in. <laughs> you are now I actually scrub. chemically part ham. I scrub and I scrub. It just won't come off. Uh. <laughs>
<laughs> Sometimes when the moon hits just right, <laughs> feel it. Feel yes. it coming back. Um, that so yes, I apologize in advance, horrifying. but if you can, if you, if, you, if you can conjure that mental image of a, of a mm. just a badly drunk, uh, meat wrapped atrocity, frankly, just a walking fucking mockery. That was. You'll get a pretty good I picture honest- of me. I honestly can't even imagine like. I think the smell just throughout the evening would drive me absolutely insane. Yeah, it, was, it was horrific. <laughs> it was horrific. But, you know. The commitment, though. I have to admire mm-hmm. the commitment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I don't need to admire the commitment. Maybe, <laughs> maybe nah. you're just gross. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, it's a fine line. It is a fine line. And look, I'll, I'll draw a line under this by saying that sometimes you don't... Hindsight is a wonderful thing, right? And I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. He could not have possibly foreseen that this would go terribly. Who who knew? Who knew? Um, I think that might be my horror fetish in fact. My favorite genre of horror movie is Boats. Oh, I found a feather in my garden today. It must have been an angel. I almost punched a little kid at Kamikaze who was dressed as a zombie because it scared the shit out of me. Corey, exactly. movies are too goddamn long, right? One hour and 28 minutes is a perfect movie. This is, this is it. This is for me. Now I'm alive, though. This is, I'm, I'm fucking in. <laughs> uh, so what is this? Uh, week eight? Week eight of Joag. This is week eight. I feel like we should contextualize for people. Mm. Every week we're so surprised. Like, I can't <laughs> believe it's this episode. Friends, we had never spoken to each other before eight not, weeks ago. Not even once. <laughs> so this is this was a giant risk, like a yeah. big experiment in uh, podcasting where I just sort of messaged Mark out of the blue and was like, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And he was like, yeah, no, I totally do. <laughs> uh, so it, I think in our description, if you look on, you know, Apple Podcasts or whatever, it says something like, uh, two friends from different countries bonding over, you know, uh, horror things, dark things, and that's exactly what it has been, hasn't it, Mark? Yeah, it has, it has, it has. I mean, we, it's, it's the first time that we spoke, yes, but not the first time that we communicated. I mean, we, you know, we've known right. each other on the socials for many years. We don't quite know when we first <laughs> contacted or, one or another, how? or indeed why, yeah. or why. Or um, why so we kind of knew occurred. that. That, that, you know, that it wasn't a complete shot in the dark. But yeah, truth of the matter is, this yes, is episode mostly. eight. And literally yeah. eight weeks ago was the first time that we exchanged words, which I think is terrific. Yeah, I think mm. that's that's very fun. So you've all been along on the journey. You have heard like 70% of ev- of our conversations total yeah. <laughs> that we've yeah. ever had with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, so we are we are becoming friends in real life before your ears. Yep. Um, so that's why every single week we uh, are like, wow, oh, this huh. many weeks we've yeah. been talking to each other for this long. Um, so yeah, thanks for being on the Joag journey with us because it is also our friendship our origin story. It is, yes. Uh, which is the hero and which is the villain, though? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, TBD. <laughs> um, also, uh, this week, this very day, uh, October the 18th, I <laughs> forgot what year it was. <laughs> yeah, well. Because we've been in I'd this like year to. for 37 years. <laughs> mm. uh, October the 18th, 2020, is the 35th anniversary of Reanimator. Fantastic. 
yeah, which and, you and, happened to be watching yesterday. Well, I was watching Bride. I watched Bride of Reanimated. Just oh, you were watching Bride? Is that yes? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, with with no idea of the significance of the date, absolutely no clue what the significance of the date. Thirty five fucking years. So, you know, I mean, by this point, is everything that can be said about Reanimator has been said about Reanimator. It is a it is a uh, much like my feelings about Leatherface. I think it 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 doesn't get spoke about enough. I mean, you know, it, amongst your Elm Streets and your Hellraisers and whatnot, Reanimator yeah, is nestled true. in there as this little fucking curiosity. Um, mm. Yes, I mean, you know, everyone's seen it. Everyone's got their eyes on it. But, ah, there's just so much to fucking love. You know, there's yeah. so much to love about that film. It is absolutely batshit. Even if you just take the, the Lovecraft bit to one side, because it works perfectly well without the, the you know, the... Um, the Lovecraft threads running through it. The performances are from a different fucking planet. Jeffrey Coombs, your birthday chum. My birthday chum. Your birthday it chum. Makes me so happy. Yeah, I'm. I'm completely yeah, I, jealous. By the way, I saw him um, at a Star Trek convention. Oh yeah. Um, and he, you know, he did a couple different panels and whatnot, and is like just an absolute treasure. Um, but the weird thing about going to like one of these Star Trek conventions that I didn't realize is that like we all stay in the same hotel. Um, so you're just like walking around and like, I got up and I was like, oh, Nana Visitor and I are like working out next to each other in the gym (laughs) at six o'clock in the morning and things like that. And so like, I remember just like sitting down at a table and he was at the table next to me and I was just like, oh my God, it's Mm. like, like he's real sitting right next to me. Mm. (laughs) So like, just like tingly with excitement about it. But anyway, now I know he's also my birthday buddy. What is, I mean, what is it about the tone of that film that's so right? Because I, I see it described as campy, but I don't, I don't get that at all. I, it, it, for me, it takes itself really fucking seriously. Exactly. Like it's, it's campy maybe to, it, it, it aligns with camp, I suppose, and things that are more intentionally campy, but it absolutely doesn't read as that's how mm. it was made, mm. you know, like it feels very much like it takes itself seriously. I mean the gore in it, the acting in Ugh. it, the, you know, it, all these people are a hundred percent in, like we were talking about, yep, I think last absolutely. week, right? When you're like, everyone is invested in this mm-hmm. fully. Mm. Uh, and I feel like that's part of what works so much about it is that it doesn't feel like anyone is making a mockery of this as batshit as the whole story is. I'm, I'm, uh, somebody who's very fascinated with uh, the various different cuts of movies that exist throughout different mm-hmm. kind of territories, and I the the version of Reanimator that I grew up watching, it was a couple of minutes shorter than the version of Reanimator, which is you know widely considered to be the full version of the movie. Now, um, the version that I mean, you can't you can't cut Reanimator into into anything respectable. It's a fucking it's insane. Um, but the 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 more kind of necrophiliacy kind of sexy times bits were taken out with the fucking evil doctor with uh yeah. what's Which is, name? honestly i could do without i'm not gonna lie yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only part of the movie that i literally am like mm-hmm. i cringe into myself and i'm like yeah. i literally can't watch this just yeah. eyes closed but yeah yeah, yeah 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 i can see taking out the weird necrophilic rape mm-hmm. <laughs> that's happening in that movie uh yeah um but it doesn't, yeah, it's amidst a lot of very... I mean, it goes there. It doesn't fuck around. It's not afraid to fucking go all in, you know what I mean? If you're going yeah, to do it. It fits. It's just, I think it's very, I mean, the that doctor is like very terrifying. 
Um, oh, yeah. And the, like, army of undead or whatever that he sort of mm. raises. I mean, that's such, like, that turn that it takes yeah, yeah, once yeah. that doctor kind of gains control of everything is I'm, just wild. As I'm, and as I'm talking, right, I mean, it... <sighs> It does. It, ha- it does have a sense of humor. It does. Ha- it has a. It has a, a huge sense of humor. I'm thinking in particular. There's, there's a lot of visual comedy. There's a lot of physical comedy. Um, West sticking the doctor's fucking head on the memo kind on of pin. The, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Just a little yeah. visual gag. Um, yeah. Well, that's, I think that 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 his character is very sort of darkly funny, and that he he takes oh, himself very seriously and does absurd things, or even like you know, there's the. <laughs> when he um, has the cat in the fridge uh, and he's trying to explain himself, line, and he's, I love it. <laughs> the, like it's like cat dead. Uh, what would a what note say? What would a note say, Dan? Cat dead. Yeah. Details later. Yeah, cat dead. Details later. <laughs> like that kills me, right? Mm. And it's it's just it's delivered very seriously, like. Yeah, but yes, he's got this pomposity to him. You know what I mean? He's got this kind of yeah. unshakable belief in his own kind of genius and his own uh, the yeah. the 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 moral kind of imperative to do what he's what he's doing. It's a it's a stunning yeah. stunning film. And if you're one of the yeah. people who haven't seen it, then please do that before you talk to me ever again. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is a. <laughs> You're getting pretty. You're edging between the the middle and right columns with that one. I don't know. It's not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah, for yeah, everyone yeah. there. I don't know exactly where it falls on there. But, middle, you know. I think. Yeah. I've adopted that Maybe. terminology, by the way, now to describe movies. It's either left, middle, or right hand columns. <laughs> that's that's the system now. That is now that's the system. That's the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our Jack of All Rex episode listen to that the first one of that and you'll understand our column system mm. here for our novice and yeah now i call them left right and middle i don't even remember what I call them. <laughs> entry level so novice normal for the kids yes uh, yeah exactly yeah. uh and it's it's just it's very i mean it's graphic and you do have like that that scene is kind of pushes it a That's... little out of the realm of what like you want to watch at a party yeah 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 completely oh well yeah. depending on what parties you go to i don't know um but yeah it's it's that scene in particular that willingness to go to mm-hmm. that place which i think tips it over yeah. into the that right hand column yeah exactly and but i guess happy you know, 35th it's... anniversary i guess mm-hmm. yeah i completely agree i completely agree happy 35th reanimator um and um rest in pieces Stuart gordon Stuart gordon the director oh did did he just die uh yes i want to say last year oh uh-huh well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, Did he direct the other ones too, or just that one? He definitely directed the first one. The second one was Brian Yesner himself directed the second okay. one, and I don't know about the third one. I've only ever seen uh, Beyond Reanimator once. That may be something that I need to catch up on again. Right. I think it's streaming somewhere. I think mm. I come across it fairly regularly. So, um, there's uh, there are details out there of of what the fourth installment would have been. Uh, had it ever got off the ground, oh, it, it it got quite far ahead in pre-production by all accounts, and a, a treatment was written. Really? Yes, yes, indeed. Do take a look. Huh. It was uh, it was House of Reanimator. It was going to be in the White House. And why didn't it? What happened? Why didn't it get made? Uh, I I kind of know this. Um, there was a really really good. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't research for this. No, I didn't. Apologies. There was there is a really good, quite recent article about it. If you Google House of Reanimator, okay. um, uh, no bloody disgusting linked to it. Um, okay. I think just something called funding fell through, and and 
the fact that it was set in the White House and the fact that uh, they wanted to go satirical with it. Um, mm. You know, uh, the, the, the president being uh, a corpse, essentially being controlled by a cabal of, of you know, a, a shady kind of backroom cabal. They wanted to go that kind of angle with it. Uh, and yeah. investors got antsy, I suppose. I don't know. Mm, weird. QAnon would have thought it was a documentary, so... Exactly. It's probably for the best. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay, interesting. Oh, by the way, just yeah. a, a funny thing that, like... I noticed the last time that I watched Reanimator was that the um the doctor in the beginning is named Hans Gruber. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> they mostly yeah, just yeah, yeah. call him yeah, they call him Dr. Gruber except one time, I think. <laughs> I think it's just once and I was like, did I hear that right? And I just like immediately googled and was like, yeah, his name's Hans Gruber. Go figure. So. Uh, at least it isn't Doctor... What is the Doctor name that you keep hearing that is everywhere? Oh, Doctor Reed! That's the one, Doctor Reed. <laughs> Doctor Reed, you guys. I'd, what is this that everyone who writes doctors on stuff needs to name them Doctor Reed? I started <sighs> noticing this several years ago. And so I posted like a graphic on Facebook. I just like went and I... like took the different Dr. Reeds <laughs> that I'd noticed in various things. And I was like, look at all these Dr. Reeds. And I'm saying first and last name here. And then other people jumped in and they were like, well, there's also a Dr. Reed in this. And there's also a Dr. Reed in this. Um, and we were watching Black Box, right? That's where this came up from. Yes, in the first place. yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. In Black Box, they're like, oh, there's Dr. Reed. And I was like, how? No, <laughs> there can't be any more Dr. Reeds. This is absurd. You've got Dr. Spencer Reed in Criminal Minds. You've got Dr. Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. You have Dr. Reed from um, Scrubs. There's They're everywhere. Um, I think Saving Hope or whatever is the name of the Canadian one. It's got a Dr. Reed. So many Dr. Reeds. If you know more Dr. Reeds, let me know. But I'm gonna be, You're going to be seeing them everywhere. I know. I just... It is bonkers to me. Well, you're the one who's going to be noticing it now. Yeah, you're going to yeah, be watching yeah, true, things and true. be like, oh, shit, another read. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I know. I know. Tell me about Scarecrows before we forget. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, this Sunday, today, October the 18th, 2020. Uh, 2020. <laughs> it took a turn, man. It took a spooky turn. So I've lived in Oxfordshire now for uh, like five, six years. And I had no clue that there's a village like... 20 minutes drive away that every October uh, has like a scarecrow festival slash a scarecrow competition um, where different households uh, can uh, enter this and, and build their own scarecrow and put it out on their lawn or put it out in the street. And it's creepy as shit, right? <laughs> I'm not so even like kidding if you. you. Like, did you stumble upon this? Like, did you just drive by and you were like, what no, no. the fuck? Um, my, my, my wife knew about this and she was like, come on, okay. we're going to see the scarecrows today. I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do what now? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the uh, the crunchy brown leaves on the, uh, on the floor everywhere and it's autumnal as fuck. And there's this really um, Haddonfield kind of vibe about the place. And you walk around and everywhere there are these kind of straw stuffed fucking homunculi. Kind of, uh, on every fucking street corner um, and it is creepy as shit and some of them were genuinely horrid I mean I, I don't know if they're intended to be creepy it's just a scarecrow contest yeah. but me being me I'm like this is fucking horrible you know it, at one point I think I said to the kids let's wrap this up before dusk please because you know <laughs> 
can you imagine being caught out there? There's like a 0% chance those don't come to life after. Oh, listen, every time a child goes missing in Oxfordshire, a new scarecrow appears in (laughs) Launton Village, you know? But no, I've got picks. I've got picks. Without a doubt. Mm, I'll I'll, I'll check them out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to post some of those because... I mean, kind. I don't know if I really want to see this or not. Scarecrows are, are terrifying. They are. Um, and I believe we did establish that uh, you have a friend who talked to us on, on the Jack of All Graves Twitter yes. about his child who actually really likes Scarecrows. Uh, yes, that would be uh, that would be Leroy. That would be my buddy Lee uh, yeah. and his boy and, Alex, um, who is a big fan of the Scarecrow, I believe. Um, so Alex will get a kick out of these pictures, hopefully. Type of kid I didn't know existed, and I'm, I'm not sure I'm glad I do. <laughs> no, I think that's actually very charming. Like, the idea of kids who find things that adults find horrifying, like, mm. fun, yes, is hilarious to me. Like, mm-hmm. I just love a kid who's just, like, absolutely unbothered by yeah. something that the rest of us are like, that's yeah. scary. Yeah, well, that's... That, Why don't you, you know, think that's scary? I think that's such a healthy relationship with horror. You know, that's such a healthy yeah. relationship with what is, after all, fiction... With a with you know cool effects and funny performances and people screaming and, and arms flying everywhere, to me, how on earth else can you interact with a genre that awesome than just taking it for the fun it is? Yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that you might be letting down some like some built-in barriers to <laughs> things that you're Do supposed you, to be afraid uh, of in real life. Yeah, but maybe that's another cast. That, I think desensitization that's... is definitely another episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just um, saying maybe there's some things we should be afraid of. Maybe. Think on. <laughs> Think on. <laughs> yep. Uh, today, mm. now to get down to business. Yeah, shall we? We're going to talk We're gonna talk a bit about mediums mm. and spiritualism. And uh, I just really hate mediums. Um, and I... I'm sorry if anyone listening is a medium. <laughs> I, d- I have very to a strong feelings. Or small. I tried not to say it. I no, tried not to fucking say it. No. But it's out of the way. It's out of the way. It's out of the way. It's done. It's out. Oh boy, is it? It's not going to come back around. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but I have very strong feelings about them. However, we have said before that our purpose here is not to just you know transparently shit on people. No. So we wanted to know more about this whole Mm. thing where do you want to start talking about this mark it's a it's it's something that i find so compelling uh Mm. back in one of our first episodes where we spoke about your evangelist past uh Mm -hmm. i i i don't know i put forward the idea that is is it a collective suspension of disbelief are the people who willingly go to see a medium are they all agreeing uh, without specifically saying it without explicitly you know, contracting, are they all agreeing to to let themselves be deceived for mm. the promise of some comfort? Are they all agreeing to just go with it for the, you know, just, just for the salve, just for the balm on their grief of knowing or pretending to know that a loved one is there and still wants to contact them, right? Is right, that what's yeah. going on? But from yeah. the other side of things, from the 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 quote unquote clairvoyant side of things, mm-hmm. I can only think of one of two things that's happening there. And let's keep in mind that every single clairvoyant that I'm aware of makes that money from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. gets paid. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. One of two things is going on there. Do, a, they genuinely believe that they are communing 
they're going behind the veil. You know what I mean? They are actually fucking communing right. with the dead. Yep. <laughs> or B, they fucking know they're not, and they are just taking yes. the check and performing. It's a performance. Yes, uh, absolutely. And... Yeah, and both are well. One's a fascinating proposition. The other mm. one is a horrific, horrifying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, reality. Yeah. We know that. That's um, probably the vast majority of these people. But there have to be people who genuinely believe this, right? Like, it can't. Can all of them? not believe this and i mean that from a so you know you're saying these people are making money off of this um you know there's always someone who like their aunt or something like that thinks that they're clairvoyant so yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know passed, like someone who down, passed down the talent yeah 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 er, yeah exactly kind of earnestly has this belief in it you know that that's not about necessarily grifting i mean there's social capital to that Right. Mm. Like, you know, oh, everyone knows in the family that like Aunt Sally is clairvoyant, Um, you know, something like that. There's certainly a social capital to be gained from having the gift. Mm. Mm. But it's not necessarily the same thing as these sort of large scale grifters who are making tons and tons of money. They're making their living off of this. So I. This isn't this isn't a new uh fascination for me and it is a fascination it's something that i've i've been deeply curious about for a lot of years um and what i did in in the kind of the run-up to this week's cast is uh, i reached out to a, a very good friend of mine uh from from south wales where i'm from uh who is um while very uh kind of level-headed and rational Mm -hmm. uh she is also she's all down with the fucking crystals and earth energy man right and uh (laughs) and is and and would describe herself uh, and did describe herself in fact as being uh, a spiritualist agnostic okay Mm -hmm. yeah uh i get that absolutely yeah um so I, i i spoke to her and asked her to kind of relay one of her experiences in attending mm. one of these fucking events, right? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, man, and it's so interesting. It's so interesting. Oh, man, okay. I am, I'm ready. I'm settled in. So, so okay, background. Um, my, my, my friend helps organize this event, okay? So she uh, works in a, uh, it, it's a, it, the setting was a pub, right? Just a, a Hmm. traditional in in you know um just a valley's pub which sits about 60 people okay and the first okay. thing that it was it was full 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 of paying customers wow. 60 people wow. and by all accounts this medium is quite well known and does one of these like most nights of the week right mm-hmm. um she did mention also that this medium makes a point of telling people that she does give to charity quite a lot so it isn't all you know there's something i don't know i don't know if there's something to that so I, I, I asked about what the kind of the the physical setup of the room was. Now, the medium specifically asks that she needs to be able to see everyone in the room. OK, so right. nobody behind pillars, uh, nobody <laughs> tucked away in the corner needs to be able to see the whole room. That was a specific request from the. To call it to, to use the term medium is almost like me buying into it. I don't know the performer. I don't. Right. Know. I yeah, don't I can know. see that you're like I'm almost pained yeah. to even use it because yeah, it's uh, acquiescing to mm. their terms. But 
Um, a direct quote. I mean, what she said was when she wants to see everyone because when someone does come through, it makes it easier to be able to see everyone, so that you know, you know, when when there's a when there's a hit, I guess when there's a when there, when there's some mm-hmm. recognition. Um. So what what my my friend talked about in detail was uh, taking her dad along with her, right? Her dad, who is a skeptic, her dad, who uh, has no predisposition to turn up believing okay. in a, in a state of kind of being receptive to what's going on, which I, I I'm sure I'm right in saying that everybody else there would be. You don't pay your money and turn up to a, to to a, a night of clairvoyance unless. Yeah, kind of expecting to be, you know, you 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 believe. Or, I mean, or if there's someone like you, right, who's like, I I want to, you know, see how this works, and mm. uh, you know, maybe mm. this ounce of like, I want to debunk this or something like that. I mean, because that's how a lot of people are exposed, right? Is people going to these events and then figuring out how to uh, point out that they are grifting. But here's here's the thing, right? My friend's father, if if what she described to me went down exactly the way she described to me, then I'm stumped. Okay. I'm stumped. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So we're talking about someone going in here who has no, supposedly has mm. no sensitivity towards this and yep. does not believe. Yep. Okay. So what happens? Uh, so the sequence of events as described was that uh, this performer went straight to this guy immediately, like first. Uh, mentioned that they were getting communicated by a guy that she was having issues understanding. Mm-hmm. Language barrier, right? Uh, and this guy's Polish. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that immediately, sure. that's a hit, you know? Um, I'm, I'm told that the medium was able to discern that this person that she was communicating with had issues with one of his hands, and it turns out that... Uh, this guy's dad lost some fingers in a mine, in a mining accident. Your face right now, like you, you, (laughs) your skepticism, you can't mask it. You're saying this and it's like, it's painting you to, again, it feels like you're Mm. acquiescing to the, the, the experience that you're not on board with. So let's just, you know, you're just telling a story, man. You're just Mm -hmm. telling a story. The medium went on to mention that uh, the person that she was communicating with uh, was undergoing, was feeling breathless, had difficulty breathing, feelings of breathlessness. It then transpires that, yes, this 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 guy's dad died of uh, chronic uh, obstructive pulmonary disorder, COPD, which is a, a respiratory disease. So what's going on there then? What, what is what is happening there? Right. Um, I mean... I'm let's, curious let's, let's t- if you have, I have like, I have notes that I can approach on this as it is, but I'm interested what your theory is first. Well, Are you really stumped or do you think you know exactly what happened here? Taking all that at face value, right? And mm-hmm. and for the purposes of this conversation, I, I will take everything that I was told in that conversation as as verbatim, right? I will take everything on, yeah. on face value. Cause and and as a... Like as a side note to that, so the the medium says, you know, they're having trouble breathing. Does the person then respond, "Yes, he had COPD"? Mm, well, well, there's a couple of th- a couple of things here, right? I mean, okay, you're in a mining community, all right? You're in an old mining. Oh, community. right. So the fingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's only let's be honest there's only a finite number of ways that someone's going to die really in in a in a in a kind yeah. of a community setting and mm-hmm. you're going to get a hit if you, if you, yeah. if you if you're mentioning those yeah. Um, you, you see this the reach right there so we know this person it's the same person with the mining the finger thing mm-hmm. i was reading i was reading this as different people right so no, you know person. this person worked worked in a mine when that person reaches for i'm having trouble breathing they're like what do i know about mines black lung mm. <laughs> that's a pretty good broad mm. guess out the gate um and then they hit on something else but anyways, continue, continue, continue. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'll go into more of this in a do. bit. Yeah, do, do, do. Um, so uh, this is pretty generic, right? The performer told this guy that, look, you need to slow down because, you know, you're, you're, the, the, you know, you're, you're risking your health. And then some days later, uh, my friend's dad suffered a mild heart attack, right? Was hospitalized with a heart mm-hmm. attack. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, there's, there's nothing there that, that... Uh, you know, nothing otherworldly there at all. That's coincidence is all that is. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. And this is what, this goes back to what I mentioned earlier on. If it is suspension of disbelief, a willing suspension of disbelief by the viewer, by the audience member, my friend then went on to say that she believes genuinely that her dad recovered quicker or more fully from that heart attack because he left that evening with a far more open mind and far more kind of optimism is the wrong word, but a far more kind of uh, open-minded approach to life in general. She believes that it was a massively positive experience for him. Huh. Right? That's fascinating. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So while I despise, despise mm-hmm. those who would uh, seek to kind of manipulate grief for their own personal gain and would, would you know, would, would draw people into this lie... If the deceiver, if the deceived are aware they're being deceived and benefit from it anyway, in that Well, instance, I think the aware you're being deceived is a big, yeah. big reach there. That's kind of the, that's the thing. But I do, I, I get where you're going with the, you know, it's again, the, we've talked about it before, this if it harm none mindset, right? So like, mm. if someone can afford to part with, X amount of dollars and they come out of something feeling like they gained something, even if it is a lie, Mm. uh, then technically what is Mm. the harm in that? Right. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she kind of just to, uh, just to finish up. I mean, she said this, this, this performance went on for like a good four hours, like half six until half 10 at night. And no one, no one at any point went, nah, I don't know what the fuck you're on about, love, sorry. It was hit after hit after hit after hit after <laughs> right, hit. Right, right, right. Yeah. She spoke to a lot of people that night and everyone uh, had a positive reaction. Mm. So it seems like everybody had a good time. Interesting. I yep. want to tell you a little bit Please do. about cold and hot readings. Uh-huh. All right. These are two of like the sort of overarching things that mediums, psychics, astrologers, like any of these kinds of people use. And then there's kind of different ways in which you do these hot or cold readings. Right. Mm -hmm. So a hot reading uh, is like so the medium or psychic already knows some information somehow Mm. and they have been doing this forever you know in the days before you had social media and things like that Mm. 
these people would literally like scope out people's houses, pretend mm. they were missionaries, like say, mm. pretend they were selling something, try to gain information about people. And then, you know, of course, when this person comes into them, whether in this private setting or in a large group, they have all this background information on them. Yeah. Now think about this now, right? I buy tickets to go to some show. Mm. I have now given the host my full name, mm. my address, my phone number, mm. my email. Yep, yep, they yep, have yep, all yep. of this at their disposal. So what happens now? You go and you look, and I've been on you know, social media since I was 11, right? <laughs> like I made my first website when I was 11 and I have mm. been on things ever since then. Mm. You have an entire history of me and my personality, right? Like all the little details of who I am as a person, what I'm interested in, how I react to stuff, my politics, every element of my personality can be gleaned mm. from social media. We're a great example of this, right? We had mm. never talked, and yeah. yet, yeah, 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 you know a ton about me, right? Mm. You've known tons about me because we've been, you know, interacting on social media for a decade, mm. right? I have posted every time someone close to me has died. I have posted poetry. I have posted, you know, eulogies, um, pictures. I memorialize people each year, all kinds of stuff like that. You mm. look at my Instagram, you look at my Facebook, you look at my Twitter. All the people who have died come up at some point on there. Mm. Um, you can find what kind of illnesses and disabilities I have and people around me have. Top of all this, if you, like, Google me if you like as an example right you google my name and you can there's all these websites now that have all of your like data right it's very easy to find something like spoko.com or things like that where you'll mm. look at it and it'll be like here's my name here's my address here's my age um and then next to it here's all the people we think are related to her right so here's my mom my dad my brothers my sisters my husband, everyone will be listed. Now mm. you can look at all the information about this. On top of this, now you have my face too. Google me, my face is everywhere, right? You sit in a room and now the medium can see everyone's face. Mm. They can look and go, you, I see, I see this, right? Because they probably already have that information mm. especially now in 2020 like when you're saying every single one got a hit mm. that's not how this used to go right? <laughs> like everyone didn't get a hit it was understood that sometimes like oh the lines are crossed or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, this yeah. Was oh, actually, they've gone they've gone they've lost is, them ah. yeah you know like something would go wrong the idea that every single person got yep. a hit to me yep. sends up all the red flags of a hot reading I mean, during this, I mean, during during our conversation, that that was one of the first places my mind went. Well, she's oh, yeah. congratulations, she's got Facebook. Um, right, <laughs> exactly. That was something that my friend did head off. I mean, she, you know, she told that, that her dad is not online and is not an online person at all. But I, I guess doesn't necessarily mean that that doesn't really mean much when you consider. Right, there's all else kinds of room. has nobody ever online ever said a word about him. Mm right like or and, and on top of this and this kind of goes to so the other kind mm. is a cold reading 
And a cold reading is when the the psychic whatever doesn't have any previous information about this. Mm. And the thing about a, a cold reading is that it's a way of making like very broad sorts of statements that sound very personal to you. Horoscope kind of thing. Horoscopes, exactly. So mm. the, there's this um, this concept um, that is, let me see if I can find what it's called real quick because I don't want to mess it up. People call it either the Barnum effect or the Forer effect, um, named either for P.T. Barnum or for this fella named Bertram Forer. Okay. And the idea behind this effect is that people are given very broad and general description of like their characteristics or something like that. Um, and then they gauge them because they're sort of susceptible to yes. this idea already, which like you said, when you put people in a room like that, they kind of are, even if they say they aren't, right? Like mm -hmm. how I don't actually believe in ghosts, but if you put me in a house and tell me it's haunted, my brain will totally let me believe that I'm experiencing things, right? Uh -huh. Like uh -huh. I will suspend my disbelief long enough, even if I think I'm not, right? I'm like, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe this. Mm. If you put me in the right situation, I totally will fall for it. Yeah. Right. In that moment. And then I'll go home and I'll be like, what's wrong with you, Corrigan? But I'll fall for it. And so this idea is exactly like it's like what astrology is and things like that. Um, and this the name for it came from this Bertram Forum guy who did an uh, experiment in 1948. And this is just sort of the Wikipedia description of it here. Um, he said he gave a psychology test, his so-called diagnostic interest blank to 39 of his psychology students. They were told they would each receive a brief personality vignette or sketch based on their test results. And one week uh -huh. later, Ford gave each student a purportedly individualized sketch and asked each of them to rate it on how well it applied. So he made each of them like this profile, right, of the type of person or characteristics that they have based on their answers to these questions. Um, and then he had them rate on a scale of one to five. Um, how accurate was this assessment of you? Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to read you some of these. You tell me, awesome. you know, uh, about what you think of, uh, how you would answer these. And we won't like do like a rating scale to say yes or no, this applies to me. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. You have a great need for other people to like and admire you. Yes, I do. You have a tendency to be critical of yourself. Yes, I do. You have a great deal of unused capacity, which you have not turned to your advantage. Yes, I do. <laughs> While you have some personality weaknesses, you are generally able to compensate for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Certainly the first part, maybe not so much the second, but yes, in general, yes, I agree with that. Right. At times you have serious doubts as to whether you have made the right decision or done the right thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you pride yourself as an independent thinker and do not accept other statements without satisfactory proof. Yes, of course. You found it unwise to be too frank in revealing yourself to others. Uh, no, I'd say no with that one. All right. At times you are extroverted, affable, sociable, while at other times you are introverted, wary, and reserved. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, some of your aspirations tend to be pretty unrealistic. Yeah, also true. I see exactly where this is going. And I think I would be mm -hmm. a medium's 
fucking ideal rube. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So all of these questions basically, or this like profile, he was like, this is an individualized profile for each of you. Yeah. And they were like, this is, they rated it on average like 4.8. This is accurate. That's incredible. Right. And in fact, he gave them all the exact same profile. That's incredible. Yeah. Sufficiently broad, Mm. but it feels specialized, doesn't it? Every time you hear those questions, you're like, yeah, that's totally me. That's totally me. And add in, uh, add in some susceptibility, add in some theatricality, because there was lots of this in the conversation that I had with my friend. Um, By the Mm. end, she was exhausted, you know, by the end, all of this Mm. kind of... You know, she would also almost embody the people that she was communing with. It was something that my yeah, that, right. that my friend said she was she was trying to you know enact their characteristics. So put some theatrics right. in there. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful. This is, so basically, yeah, a cold read is essentially educated guesses, but they're very well sort of trained mm. on reading everything from our body language, what we wear, how we talk, all of that kind of stuff, mm. um, to asking these sufficiently broad questions. So when you say the thing, this is why when you said the COPD thing. It immediately brought to mind, like, I had written down, so, like, say I say to you, um, Mark, um, you know, I'm getting, I'm sensing, like, a, a, a beating, a heart beating really hard. Like, a, it's, it's, has anyone in your family, um, <laughs> has anyone in your family had a heart attack? <laughs> and, right? Yes, right? Because the leading killer of men in Western societies is heart disease. Uh, So it's very likely someone is going to have had a heart attack. But um, there's other things like you could say, "Mm, no, no, not a heart attack. But something about the way you just said that, right? Not a heart attack. Now, as the medium, I'm going, it's not a heart attack, but there's something like that. Mm, Like, ah, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, it's a little, I'm trying to get what this is here um was it was it cancer (laughs) (laughs) and you start sort of reaching for it or and the person will eventually fill it in right well actually you know Mm. this person had this right Mm. um it wasn't their heart it was their lungs it wasn't whatever you know something Mm. like that or if the medium can't get there they pivot you know what this message isn't for you this isn't Mm. it's not for you someone else in here did someone else have a family member yeah. Died of a heart attack. You got someone else, right? So this is this way of sort of like using this very broad criteria to then someone in there who really wants to to speak to someone. Someone knows someone had a heart attack or whatever the thing may be. You're gonna you're gonna get there. So with this, like, okay, now you know that someone something happened in a mine right or someone worked in a mine their whole life and you say i'm getting breathing troubles like i link. said yeah 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 you can you can link these two things together cold you don't have to know that this person has a breathing problem on top of that you know him having you know a a, a heart attack several days later again that happens a lot with men is mm. of a certain age i'm assuming you know if your friend is your age her dad must be you know, 60s, 70s, something like that. Mm, yeah. Like, it's not that unusual for that to happen. <laughs> like, my dad had like three or four small heart attacks. Like, that's just a thing that occurs. Uh, but you've already kind of accepted that this is a thing. Yes. Uh, 
and those now those coincidences don't feel like coincidences anymore, right? We have that. Our brains are finding the pattern, and we're trying to figure out why things happen. Now you've linked back to, you know, mm. someone being like, oh, be careful about this, etc. I think the best way I can sum up my feelings on it, right, is... Yeah. In the same way that I feel about magicians, right? I fucking hate magicians. Mm, I absolutely mm-hmm. hate illusionists and fucking... <laughs> I love I, them. I can't help it. Right? The bu- <laughs> I can sum it up like this. I don't know how you're pulling the rabbit out of the hat. But I know it ain't fucking magic. You know? But, okay. But that's the point. Like, that's why magicians are fun and these people are not. Because mm. magicians acknowledge that they're tricking you. Yes, right. yeah, and that's when an you excellent pay point. Money, that is an excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> you pay money for someone to fool you on purpose. Mm. Right? I'm not there's, you know, I don't think Harry Potter's real, right? Like it's somehow whatever David Blaine or whoever is is do whatever they're doing, I know they're playing with my mind and I'm baffled that they can do this to me. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. how you're doing this to me. As opposed to I think, you know, when I said, like, I hate this stuff and I have, like, a really hard time with it, um, I think this also, everything goes back to evangelical manipulation and whatnot. But I see it as, like, this gateway towards other yes beliefs that can yes. be extremely problematic. Mm. Um, and that's, like, you know, I have lots of friends who are very into, say, astrology, right? And, and it's become, like, a joke when we have conversations, like, a big group of us and people start talking about their signs and all that stuff. And everyone is like, oh, Corey is just about to, like, shoot herself in the face right now. And I'm like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no, um, I've, I've, I've kind of had a first-hand experience of uh, it, it, it can, it can, it can, it can impact healthy grieving. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. If, absolutely. If, if you're constantly looking for fucking signs of a presence of someone that you've lost, then that can really uh, hinder your ability to, to right. kind of healthily accept the inevitability yeah. and the finality of what has occurred and move on yeah. uh, and heal, you know? Yeah. To say at face value that it is good for people to you know, have this sense of closure or this sense of communication. I mean, I don't I don't think that's true. And you see people, I mean, look at like Mary Todd Lincoln. I, well, I don't know if you know anything about Mary Todd Lincoln, but mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln's wife who, you know, after losing her husband and son, she, I mean, mostly after her son, but basically went crazy. And all she was doing was trying to like contact their spirits. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was what her life was, was this constant pursuit of trying to find these you know practitioners of the occult that could help her interact with them and she could not let go of them and i think there's a lot of people who it's like that like people don't just go once a lot of times like this becomes a central thing that they do as part of their you know grieving process but how is it you're not really able to move past this you're just constantly trying to relive this feeling of them being there Mm -hmm. uh and I think you're right that that's not necessarily, you know, a healthy way to deal with someone dying. You know, it's at least, you know, I guess with the, the religious belief in like heaven, you can at least just sort of like now at least you've put them somewhere and you don't have yeah, to be constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not trying to communicate with them. They're just yes. sitting up there doing their own thing as opposed to this sense that these people are 
if I could just find a way to, to, to talk to them to again, you know, if I could just yeah. find a way to... Which I also think is, like, horrifying. I would, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea that, like, we die and then we're just, like, sitting there <laughs> yeah, yeah, until yeah. someone calls us out. Like, uh-huh. what? Why would you want to believe that? Oh, yeah. I mean, look. The, <laughs> what are the, so what are the rules? What are the rules? Are they dogs? You know what I mean? What are the fucking rules? Yeah, right. <laughs> not to an evangelical. Pets Ooh, do not really? go to heaven. They don't have souls. Animals don't have souls. Bullshit. I think they do. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, all of a sudden you believe in souls. Look at how easily. <laughs> Mark, God, you are just a target for this. I really am. I'm, a, I'm a, an absolute mark in more ways than one. Uh, but the, but, the other on. thing that I was saying, though, like, is on top of it, I think, you know, when you get into, like, one of my things with astrology um is a the fact that it hinders people's ability to take responsibility for their own actions Mm -hmm. um and to acknowledge that the world requires things of us and is random and things like that and to be able to just sort of say like oh this is like it was saying something the other oh i got a drink and my postmate put it on the top stoop and it went flying off the stoop when I opened the door. And I was like, oh, I'm just really sad that that happened. And someone responded that Mercury is in retrograde. And I'm like, no, my dumbass postmate put my thing on the, on the wrong stoop. Like, it's mm. not it's not a greater, there's nothing great. The universe is indifferent to me. And the stars are indifferent to me. And none of this has anything to do with that. Also... Um, I think when people get into a lot of this kind of stuff, like it is a short leap that requires a lot of watching from that to flat earth, climate denialism, anti-vaxxing, mm. like all these kinds of things that can also be extremely dangerous. Mm. Many of the people I know who are into those things started with astrology and started right? with being into paranormal things and whatnot. And so... I think, you know, I don't necessarily think being into ghosts or believing in ghosts or things like that is like, oh, you're going to next thing you know, you're going to be like saying that the earth is flat or anything (laughs) like that. But what I am saying is that I think a lot of like the reason why people like mediums bother me so much is that they I think they kind of take our guard down a bit in terms of our rational thought processes and open Mm. us up to the idea of things being mystical and controlled um, that takes away our sense of responsibility and agency in a lot of our ways of thinking logically about stuff. Yep. 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 Um, I I have a a relative, not on, not on, on my side, on on my wife's side, who's fond of, you know, ah, well, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And (gasps) well, I guess it's fate. No, I mean, you're right. You're right. Episode as well. Yeah, you did. Everything happens for a reason. Yes, it, 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 it. it, Yeah. Oh, so I could just straight up punch you in the face, could I? And that would be cool because. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Hey, it's good. You know what happens, happens. Right. (laughs) It's an abdication of our responsibility for things, which especially now it feels like we really need to be paying attention to how our own actions affect everything yeah on a global scale on a on a on a globally um yeah it's not the time to be pushing off that kind of thing on the ah well i guess it was always going to happen no certainly not (laughs) yeah but like i said earlier though right this isn't Mm -hmm. a new this isn't a new fascination for me uh and there's there's 
there's so much about this topic which which speaks to a lot of different areas of of you know of 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 what I what I love to watch unfold the theatricality yeah the mm-hmm. deception the skilled deception you don't get good at that overnight yeah. you've mm-hmm. got to apply your trade you've got to you've got to learn on the job you've got to really commit and dedicate yourself to yeah. deceiving those who want to be deceived you know yeah. and the the kind of person who would do that the kind of i i there's a long story short there's a fucking spiritualist in my town right and i'm quite fucking mm. up for going along uh, okay. and seeing what is firsthand. it like so yeah what do they do you know anything about like what goes on not a thing in these things not a thing not a thing um but i would love to see really the to mechanics I'd love to see the mechanics of the performance up close. Mm-hmm. I'd love to kind of look, just see the fucking whites of their eyes and see what's going on there as they roll out this shtick, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, because you know your enemy. You can't, unless I'm there, I can't know what's going on. I know what isn't going on. <laughs> right. But I need to know what's going on. You know, it's interesting, though, because, uh, you know, I'm just thinking of you going in there and you know, now you're equipped with the knowledge of how this stuff works. But I remember when I was in college that um, in various of our classes, um, depending on like, you know, like we had like Christian worldview classes or mm. um, just ones about like religions in general and whatnot. And mm. that in some of them you would be sent to they'd say, like, oh, go to another type of church. Right. Um, and. And I was in like a new religions and cults class and there were certain ones like um, like Scientology we weren't allowed to go to. Um, And the professor's reasoning for it was because he was like, they are extremely convincing. You know, he's like, you go into these other ones and you kind of you you're like, okay, they have a different belief system, whatever. And I can critically analyze it. But he Mm. was like, I don't want you to go into Scientology where they have the techniques they use are so persuasive that you come out of there and end up getting stuck (laughs) in it. Right. He's like, he's like, I like to think I prepared you, but you know, it's, it's dangerous. I might take a little field trip this week. Yeah, I think you should. But just don't become a Scientologist. I mean, a spiritualist. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, nah. Um, no, but, I know that's But like I've happen. like I've said, the only the only the only way to the only way to really see what's going on. I mean, the conversation that I had with my friend this week um, mm-hmm. was hugely enlightening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In that, but at the same time, it it came from the viewpoint of someone predisposed. To know what to, to to feel that there's something other than what was going on in that room was going on in that room, right? Yeah. Um, did you ever find yourself being like, "Whoa, that's that, I kind of believe that when she was saying it." Like, did you get sucked into it, or was you're you're just oh, critical? Oh fuck, no, 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 no <laughs> never even. No, like, not, for second, no. not for a second, not for a second. And 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 it it's a, it's an immutable kind of that is what is there there. You know me well enough by now to know that yeah. there, there is, there is, there is nothing beyond what I can see and touch. And you're here for a short time, so don't fucking waste any of it believing in, you know, tricks. Yeah. So I think I might go and see some tricks this week. I might, I might take yeah. a little field trip and write a field report. 
but really with bad. respect of course always with respect and with because right. again again and it needs pointing out believe what the fuck you want mate I don't give a, a rat frankly you can believe what you like it's a, it's you know that's that's one of the, the great things about the world that we live in you are free to believe whatever the shit you want and if it brings you some comfort and if it if it insulates you from the realities of what life is then go to it mate spend your money how you will yeah, I think that's what I think is so funny. I was actually thinking about this earlier that I think fundamentally what is always so different about the way you approach people's odds beliefs versus the way I do is mm. that I'm always like thinking about it from the like how this is going to be inflicted on something else sure. <laughs> that I'm always like, what structure is this going to affect if people believe this? So instead of me just thinking like, hey, if a medium brings you you know, happiness, whatever, I immediately think of, like, how is this going to be turned into something (laughs) that shapes my politics, the politics of the United States Mm. and, like, you know, all these other webs of things. And I'm distrustful so much because of, you know, the evangelical tendency. And thus, that's what makes me, like, when whenever you're like, yeah, if you believe it, it's fine. It's great. I'm like, no, it's not. But you're (laughs) right. I mean, it is. It's it's great. It's just, you know, one of those little little differences I notice every time we talk about these kinds mm. of things is that it's yeah. very much the like... That's something that I've... It, I have so I've, much baggage about it. I've only developed that approach lately. It's been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, only, I would say, in the past kind of maybe 10 years or so I've, I've developed that kind yeah. of Zen approach to, eh, whatever, mate, manana. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah... Uh, maybe there would be a previous version of me you would have this conversation. I'm going to walk into that fucking place. I'm going to be all like, ah, I'm not, I'm not. I I simply want to see it up close. Yeah. And I think the intellectual curiosity is an Mm. important thing. Right. And like you said, I mean, in even to say, know your enemy, it's, it's not even necessarily your enemy. Right. But just to kind of get this sense of, you know, what is this thing? If I'm going to talk about it, uh, if I'm going to yes. have a strong opinion yes, yes, about yes. something, like I should at least give it the old college try in terms of not necessarily opening your mind to it, but no, to no. say I have seen this and I understand, you know, what do people want? I think that's my sister and I were talking about astrology yesterday and I was saying I'm always baffled by how many of my Christian friends who are no longer Christians are now really into astrology and that, like, I was just like, what so you do you need? You swapped one that's load of bullshit for another. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing is I'm like, there's a need that is not going addressed here, right? So mm. there's something you need control to be out of your hands. Mm. Someone mm. else needs to mm. be in charge or something like that. You know, that's just mm. my reading of it. You know, like, they're, you're looking for order somewhere. And so you couldn't simply be like, I went from Christianity to nothing, uh, you had to replace it with something that still structured and ordered the chaos of the universe, mm. right? And that, to me, I'm like, that's what I want people to do when they talk about this stuff is go like, what do I need? Why am I going to this? What is this? If I'm going to a medium to talk to, you know, my dad, like, what do I need here? What is that sure. going to do for me, sure. right? And is that ultimately going to be a thing that benefits my healing process Um, or, you know, gives me this constant sense of refueling that loss or, you know, like it's, uh, it's to me, it just feels like people need to ask themselves, why, Mm. why do you need this belief? I love it. (laughs) I know I say this often about uh, these, 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 
these colossal mm. immutable questions. I mm. I have some pet theories. Um, yeah. But yes, I I, I I intend to take a look. My pet theories are the people, a lot of people just can't handle the immutable fact that life is mm-hmm. short and cruel. That's what I, th- yeah. I think is, is underneath it all. People want just just a little fucking hint of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they ain't. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the, the moral of the story is suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> But if you disagree with us, we are fully into listening to why. Mm. Or if you have reason, like if you believe this stuff and you want to explain why, what is your rationale for mm. that and it has nothing to do with the order of the universe or something or you don't think it does, then, mm. you know, feel free to to push back on that. Um, I'm all about hearing it. As we know, I come from a place of belief and, you know, there are parts of me that get it. Um, and other parts that are just sort of very hostile to it um, in ways that I think, you know, those are wounds. I'll eventually heal from being so hostile about all of this. But for now, I'm a little I, salty. Part of me hopes you don't ever heal from the hostility. I love, I enjoy tickling that You enjoy salty, you. Corey. I do. I do. I do. So salty. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for thanks for listening along on this on this mm. journey as we process through yet another thing that uh, just gets our brains going. Um, please talk to us on Twitter at Jack of All Graves. Follow us on whatever podcast things you like to follow on, and don't forget to rate and review. Just take a a couple seconds, drop that little five star. You actually don't even have to review just to leave that five stars. So if you're already sitting there. In your Apple Podcasts, I mean... Why the f- why wouldn't you? Why the fuck would you not do that? Why not? You might as well. I mean, isn't that... I just love a little haptic <laughs> feedback, a little, a little pop of, uh, of hitting that, that button. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, um, this... We're... Well, I guess it'll be coming up uh, in the next few weeks, but this week, uh, Mark is recording uh, my other podcast, Men of Low Moral Fiber, with me. So... Yes, I am. I am. Uh, yeah, so, you so know, keep if... an eye out for that. If you're thoroughly sick of me by now, uh, I'm going <laughs> to be somewhere else too. Yeah. You're a treasure. Uh, so we will we'll keep you posted on when that uh, goes live. But if you like to talk about video games and specifically spooky video games for the Halloween season, that's coming out as well. Um, anything else we need to leave our our folks with? Uh, I don't think so. Any, uh, what did we watch this week? Black Box, the recent uh, <gasps> yes. Bloomhouse movie. Um is certainly worth checking out if yeah uh yeah i mean by the end i i warmed up to it right um yeah it didn't go in sold but it came around it turned around had a had you know some good moments in it yeah uh, you put it really well there's the bones of a really good movie there so focus on those Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's the uh, very scary crunchy man in it (laughs) yes yes you'll 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 know what we mean yes but other than that nope nothing from me i've enjoyed this a great deal as always as always. All right, folks. So you all have a great, uh, great week and we'll talk to you again really next good. week. So stay spooky till then. Bye, folks. <laughs>